The SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. At Jim K. Ford, you can also custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Get a factory order bonus on select new Ford models at Jim K. Ford, Uville Drive in Orleans, or JimKFord.com. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me, I'm Jer Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. James, what's going on? Uh, yeah, not much. I'm going to head downtown, go watch a band. Oh yeah, what band? Uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah, it's a friend of mine. Cool. Down there. What kind of music yeah. do they play? It's at a place called On the Rocks. I think I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. It's only fucking six, but you know, I'll go catch the first set or something. All right. Yeah, let's bang one out. Get let's the fuck bang out one out. Bang uh, we're recording baby. already. Let's go right into it. No fancy right, intros or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about music on the way home. I was getting all nostalgic because... Uh, basically once a year we get together with a bunch of Richmond guys and we play a little golf and uh, honor one of our buddies' dads. And it was like, is there anything better? And I know you'll say yes to this, but is there anything better than a, like, like today's a perfect Friday afternoon, perfect weather, a day of golf with pints and buddies you've known for a thousand years. And then more pints on the patio and a like perfect sunset all over the golf course and swapping war stories about your youth like it's just, it was just a good day today. I gotta say, that's good, Steve. I'm gonna relapse now. Fantastic, yeah. Bunch of pints on the patio. Well, I'll take the pints of- out of it. <laughs> take the pints out of it. I mean, you're gonna do that in Sudbury next week, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to Sudbury. No, there is. It's, it's yeah, so good. I, oh, it's so good. It is so good. Uh, well, listen, this is the first year. It's. I knew it was gonna. I knew it was gonna end. Um, so. The, the three other guys that I grew up playing all my junior golf with, we go back in, in Sudbury. We go back every year to play in this tournament. It's great, you know, and we, and we only go to hang out with each other now over the last, well, I don't know, 15 years anyways, because we don't play well anymore, so we can't really compete. Mm-hmm. And we play together for the, for the whole three days. It's fantastic. Um, but I knew it was going to come to an end, Steve. The, the fellas are getting old. Yeah. Uh, yep. Three of them all at once. They haven't missed in like 35 years, Steve, these guys. Nor wow. have I hardly missed. Not coming, Jimmy. Yep. Don't want to beat myself up anymore. It's it's a long tournament. It's it's literally four days because you play a practice round on the Thursday. Wow. So that's the it's the it's the sad ending, Stevie, to what is year after year of getting together and telling the exact same fucking stories all the time. <laughs> like that's still is fun. Who cares? Yeah, absolutely. It's the same Everybody thing. It's a little gets a little different. There's a little twist always each year. There's a little little something something here and if they start laughing Steve, I just make shit up from the same story. So what 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 goes from you know, I, I don't know. We got we kind of got drunk, you know. Was and we burnt the place down. No, we didn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well embellish it. Why not? Yeah, and some of their kids are around now, right? I mean, we've been doing this since we've been eighteen. Yeah, I've yeah. gone back, you know, every every year to this thing since I left Ottawa or 
even before, you know, I've, yeah. I, I've been going up to this thing for years. So it's a, it's a sad day when they're like, I could tell, you know, so boys tournament, Hey, this uh, 20th week of the 20th, there's, you know, I'm coming in on the, uh, you're going, huh? What do you mean? Am I, of course I'm going. We've been doing this for 5,000 years. Yeah. Pass, pass and pass. That was the end. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it, it's always it a tough thing too. Cause we, yeah, for sure. And it's like, one of the things about, you know, being the age we are, when you get together with cronies, it's the best. And you, you swap all these stories and it's amazing. But unfortunately, in the midst of all that, it's like somebody makes an announcement. It's like, oh, okay, unfortunately, so-and-so couldn't have, uh, couldn't join us this year uh, due to him not being with us any longer. He passed away. Or yeah, somebody's, yeah. somebody's parent, somebody, you know, somebody's parents passed away. So there's always a bit of a you know, a dark side of it all because you just realize how fast life is going and you get this news that, uh, you know, because the older you get, right, these these little annual events seem to happen every two weeks, even though a full year has elapsed, but uh, they certainly are a yeah. blast. I had a chance to chat with Liam, you know, Liam McGuire, of course, and the is there anything better than being greeted by Liam McGuire after he's had a couple of pints? <laughs> no. no one is happier to see you than Liam McGuire is after he's Stevie had a couple Boy. of pints. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy there Boy. he is. No. Jimmy, I love you, man. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> he just starts laughing maniacally. He hasn't said anything yet. What are you it's laughing great, at, though. Liam? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, so, Stevie, the, these, you know, we have, when you look back, at your life, look at it. We're getting all, all maudlin here, sentimental. Uh, That's all right. So there's always the first guy, Steve, in your group that will be the first one to get married, mm-hmm. right? There's always the guy who got married in his early 20s, right? So yep. we did that, and then someone has a kid. Okay, first guy to have a kid, uh, and then and then it'll be, uh, I guess, grandparent. If we whip the clock, you know, it's like, yeah, that guy got married. Then they had a kid. Then we all had kids. Yeah. No, before that, Steve, we had our first heart attack because that's going to happen. Okay, so we've had our first heart attack. My buddy Jake had a heart attack a little while ago, so we've had that. And then, uh, and now, Stevie, um, we've had our we've had our first guy who's uh, who's going to jail. We had the other guy on credit card fraud, uh, and we had the, the other guy who's uh, got busted uh, in a whore house. All sorts <laughs> of shit, Stevie. Sure. <laughs> you know, first. it all comes full circle, Steve. Yeah. 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 We were swapping stories today about girls we knew back in the, in the day and things. And, uh, I was thinking about some of the music we used to listen to. Was there a great, like, when you think about like dances or whatever it was when you were a teenager, was there a song that, that stays with you right now? When you hear it now, you think, Oh, that was the best. The final waltz at the end of a dance or something like that, or a makeout song in the car. Huh? Yeah, that, it meant the dance was over. So, I, I mean, I was such a freaking nerd. Uh, this won't surprise <laughs> you, Stevie. This will not surprise you. Uh, so I had all the boys, Stevie. Uh, we used to skip class uh, in my my little four-door car with an 8-track. Okay, cool. I had an 8-track with some box speakers, Stevie. And I, ha- I had them all listening, Steve. I mean, that's when rock and roll was at its peak. Sure. In the 70s. It was just clipping along. All those great, you know, the Stones and all these guys were ripping along. And Stevie, I had all the boys listening to live from Madison Square Garden, Frank Sinatra. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I had them in. <laughs> yeah, Stevie. Yeah, live. 1974, Steve, live from Madison Square Garden. Frank Sinatra making a comeback, Stevie. Making a comeback. So you were still 60 in the 1970s, basically. Uh, I was, what you're actually, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. 
So no girl kids. stories at all? You were just like a total nerd? You didn't you know, ever get with any girls in high school? Uh, I got with, was it girls I got with? <laughs> I'm not here to judge. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I had a girlfriend. Yeah, I had a girlfriend in high school. Yeah, Joan. Joan was my girlfriend in high school. And uh, uh, yeah, but I, I, was, I just, I don't know, Stevie. I, mean, I was just t- terrible with the girls. I was really? off with the girls. Hmm. I was a, yeah, you were probably like me too. I'm not saying you were terrible with the girls, but you're kind of shy. I'm shy too. People don't believe that when I say I was just so shy and uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I was lucky because the girls, the, the girls I knew in high school, they had aggressive friends and they basically just uh, got tired of my guff, tired of no. my weak ass game. And they just come up to me, listen, you there, she likes you. Get oh, yeah, off yeah, your yeah. ass. And it basically took all the worry away for me because there was no fear of rejection. So aggressive friends of my girlfriends, that's a very good thing. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. They uh, Sail on sail on by the Commodores. That one popped into my head. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah, sailing. Sail on by the Commodores. I don't know. I, I, I forget. I don't know. Earth, wind, and fire with the body. Uh, and say they, Marvin Dancing. Gaye. Yeah, yeah that, they're not really make-out songs per se or anything. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're not. Yeah. Nothing was a makeout song, Steve. I, just, I don't think I've ever made out, actually. To oh, be honest no. With you. I don't, I you don't have three kids. A- <laughs> that pool boy, Steve, remember? Yeah, the pool boy. Yeah. <laughs> Raul, the pool boy. <laughs> uh, on the golf front, certainly some yeah. emotions. And I apologize for getting sidetracked there because I'm literally just in the door from uh, hanging out with some buddies and having a great afternoon. But yeah. uh, on the golf front, Tiger Woods. An emotional scene as he walked up the 18th hole at St. Andrews. I think that'll be a historic moment. When we look at golf in general, we take a snapshot of our lifetime watching the PGA, Jimmy. That will be a special moment. Tiger Woods basically not stopping, but you know, really getting emotional as they give him a standing ovation. He just had a miserable couple of days in the first and second rounds at St. Andrews at the British Open. But uh, he takes his cap off. Big old bald spot on the back. If you looked at him yeah. from behind, you'd say, what is Tiger, about 60 now? Oh, my God. Anyway, just getting really emotional, really understanding that he, you know, he's 24 shots off the freaking lead right now, and he's going home right. and really, I think, realizing that he may be done at St. Andrews. Yeah, not not only St. Andrews, Steve. I, I, I bet those are, I bet those are uh, emotions that are far, far more reaching than just not coming back to the British Open. You know, I always said through this thing, the the storybook masters that he won a few years ago, right? It was incredible that, that he won that thing. Coming mm-hmm. through the car accident, uh, made a couple of cuts, I think, since then, Stevie. And, um, you know, everyone was sort of hanging on to see if Tiger's going to break Jack's record with the majors. And I'm... I, I, I didn't really care whether he did. It wasn't, it wasn't a, that big a deal for me. Uh, you know, he's, he's done so much, right? He's done mm-hmm. so much. It's, it's not like, it's not like a guy, Stevie goes into the playoffs in the NHL and he's going to, he's going to break a, a Gretzky record or something, right. For playoff games or something like that. You know, you know you're going to tune into it, but, but you're not giving the guy the title, you know, like, you know, Gretz 70 freaking records. So it's like that with Tiger. For me, if he doesn't break it, no big deal. I, I, I think nothing less of what this guy is as an athlete. But I always said, Stevie, this is all going to be fantastic. Is Tiger going to is Tiger going to uh, retire from golf on his own terms? And and it looks like he's not. 
It's look like, it looks like it's not going to be on his own terms. Because uh, I always said, what, what's going to happen if he goes and shoots 80? Uh, when everyone else is shooting, I don't know, 13 under, I think, is the first two-round lead by Cameron yeah, Smith. That's right. Um, so there it is, right? And and I think what you're looking at is a guy going, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. You know, I'm done. Um, think of all that. You know, think of Taggart, the, the level he competed at. You know, um, this isn't... Yeah, you know, there's, there's, I guess, guys his age, Steve, that are hanging on, but not too many, right? He's into his forties. Yeah. Um, you know, Phil, right, is is probably a better player still. How long is he going to go? He did this live thing, but I, I think, I think you've seen the last of Tiger. I, I really do. I, th- I think you've seen the last of him for a long time. Anyway, he might, he might have jumped the gun on his rehab, uh, but he, but he's pulled off the impossible. You know, where he won that Masters at the age he did. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's done so many other things. So I, I, I think it's the end. I, I do. I think it's the end of Tiger. Yeah, I, I think for sure. Uh, you As may be player. right. Yeah. yeah, you may be right. And uh, certainly St. Andrews seems like that's the swan song. Because by the time the Open returns to St. Andrews, like it's going to be, I think, at the end of the decade kind of thing. So I think we can agree Tiger Woods whatever that year is, eight, eight, nine years from now, I don't think St. Andrews is in his future plans. So certainly a week to remember for Tiger Woods. And it's unfortunate that, you know, he goes out the way he did. It was just, uh, you mentioned his score. He's way off the lead right now. 36 holes to forget for sure. But Mm -hmm. uh, it was still great. I mean, when you think about where he's been, that car accident, didn't know if he'd keep the leg. He's just able to walk again as a miracle. And that he's out there even able to doff his cap to the crowd uh, mm-hmm. so that they can uh, show the outpouring of love for the career that he's had. I think that's pretty damn special. And uh, the reality is, you know, ages, yeah, we just talked about, you know, <laughs> all the, the fun we have with our friends and aging together and things like that. It's just, it's part of the deal. We see Jack Nicholas is, uh, you know, you see him so old now and, and limping around and uh, age gets us all and Tiger Woods mm-hmm. is now moving into that area and he's doing so with uh, with major injuries at the same time so it's uh, it's the reality of things and it's it's not just about golf and being sports fans it's a big old slice of life isn't it yeah you know I, I guess it, it is a big old slice of life right uh, and and easy to analyze here and, and dissect everything about what he's doing but uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine when this guy wakes up or looks up after tapping his ball in on the 18th there today going, fuck, I'm done. I'm yeah. done, you know. Uh, um, you know, and, and and don't kid yourself, folks. Yeah, Yes, there's a great senior tour, but but that ain't that ain't doing it for him, you no. know. Uh, he'll probably play it, right? He's, he's, you can only get on the senior tour when you're 50. I don't know how old Tiger is, 42, 3, 4, 5, 6? I, I, I don't know. I think Phil's... Phil's fifty, so maybe Tiger's forty-six. Uh, he's getting close. Uh, yeah, right now getting, he he was a nineteen seventy-five, so that would put him at uh, forty-seven later this year. Yeah, so um, he's a few years away from that tour. Um, but boy, what I, I mean, how how are they going to send this guy off? You know, when yeah. when when he retires, you know, I'm, a lot of those players don't right because they do go to the senior tour. But I don't I don't know that he would want to beat it around there. You know, may, maybe. But but I suspect he's he's going to come forward and go. As of now, I am done playing competitive golf, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and where he goes from there, I, I think he'll I think he 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 will rocking chair his way into 
retirement. Yeah, you think about Wayne Gretzky. He talked in year. I mean, he's an old buddy of yours that, uh, you know, that you used to be friends with. But uh, (laughs) he talked about that for several years. You know, when are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? People would be curious about that sort of thing. And and when you get to a stage where you're not where at the level you're accustomed to being at, that for those types of guys, you know, guys who make the pros, that's one thing. These guys are, those guys are special. But the mm-hmm. guys with the best of the best, we can't even begin to appreciate where their headspace is and where their athleticism is. And when they get to a stage where they feel like they can't be at the level that they're used to, that's got to be such a an offense to them. It's got to be such a an affront to where they've been for so long that, uh, you know, when it happened to Gretzky, largely due to, I think he had a neck injury in 99, somewhere mm-hmm. around there that was bugging him. He decided to pack it in. Um, his stats weren't bad, but... I think the same is true of Tiger Woods. If if he feels if he goes out and does, like this is this is a whole new thing. Like Cam Smith, like you said, minus, thir- minus thirteen, and Tiger finished up at plus eight. Like that's that's just not even close to competing, and that will mm-hmm. not that will not fly with the the mind of a guy like Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Not as bad as I thought. Then I think the cuts even or plus one, so not not as not as terrible. But but you know a bunch more of that if he if he wants to take it i, I don't change my stand here on, on what he's going to do um you know I, I think you had mentioned yesterday you know when you when the when the wins aren't as much fun and the losses don't bother you that much yeah i didn't see um because of the time change i didn't see it live and and i don't like watching a, a you know a recording of it uh because of the time change of course um so i i'm, I'm guessing he wasn't showing a bunch of temper and a bunch of that spunk, uh, you know, and a, bu- a bunch of that uh, um, ferocity, Steve, is that right? Fero- ferocious, ferocity? Fero- uh, fero- yeah, ferocity is a word for yeah, sure. Yeah, that, that, he, that he normally shows when he's going bad, you know. I'm, I'm guessing he probably just sort of, fuck, get me off here. <laughs> yeah. Imagine 2001 Tiger having the kind of round he had today and being that far off the leaderboard like he was. He might implode. He might spontaneously combust. Yeah, he might go nuts. Boom. Yeah, he might go yeah. nuts. So uh, you might have seen the last of them. Anyway, that's why Maybe. it's worth talking about. You might have seen the last competitive round. Meanwhile, uh, the guy at the top right now, Cam Smith, is a two-shot lead heading into the weekend. And uh, I, I don't I don't know what fashion-wise he's up to. Like, he's got that ridiculous, long, kind of mullety-looking hair and cheesy-looking mustache. I'm not sure what he's going for there. It looks terrible. I highly encourage him, if I'm his agent, to shave all that off. But, man, what a player. He's at 13 under par right now. And the thing he was talking about is uh, just playing a boring game. And, and you know that course very well. And the, what, when he says boring, obviously, you know, his score is not anything close to boring. But he does talk about just playing it safe out there. And uh, he says sometimes a really good shot around here is getting the ball to within 60, 70 feet of the cup, which is a challenge because they're used to hitting it straight at the pin in most tournaments. Right. In fact, that's most of golf right now, but he says having to hit shots away from the pin, it hurts the ego a little bit, and it's boring, but it's just what you have to do around a place like this. Would you agree? Well, 100%. Uh, you know, you can have all the strategy you want, Steve, at a U.S. Open. Okay? You you, you can you can say, okay, I'm going to hit three-wood here. I'm going to lay up with an iron. I'm not going to try and bust it, uh, you know, to get on in, on a par five and two. You could do all that you want. Um, but if you, if, you know, if you miss hit it, okay, you're, you're in this freaking, you know, gargantuan rough, uh, you know, a 5,000 foot bunker, you know, uh, um, right. uh, so 
you know, you can try and hit it to good, you know, to good parts of the greens or try and pick, pick your spots. Um, and, and it may work. It may not. Okay. It may work. It may not. You may get some bad luck. You may hit the odd bad shot in the British open. There's no option. Okay. There's, there, there's many, many, many shots, Steve, on that golf course at St. Andrews where there's only one option. Right. And generally that's not what golf is all about. Right. I can, I can, I can lay up here. I can, you know, I can try and hit a little softer eight iron and let it run. I can, you know, I can hit a hard wedge and make a check. Of it. There, at, at, at St. Andrews, man, the caddies, when I, when I was just like, no, no, that's not going to work. Not going right. to, won't work, won't work, won't work. It's there's only one shot. So the, the discipline, you know, to, to the quicker you can do that, the, the more you're going to longer, you're going to survive around that golf course. So, and that guy, that guy's from Australia, right? Where a lot of the yep. weather is the same, and a lot of the style of the golf courses are the same: windy, uh, you know, flat, uh, open. Uh, you know, you're 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 at the mercy of the weather all the time, and and it's certainly the same there. Yeah. When I went there, Steve, the guy said it's fifty fifty. You know, about good good days or bad days, and and he meant that, you know, factually. It's like <laughs> you just don't know, you know. So. Uh, anyway, the course must have laid down today, Steve, because I see a bunch of guys shot four and five under. So it must, must, the weather must have been pretty good. Yep. Yep. No question. It's all risk reward, right? And that exists in every game, no matter what course you're on, no matter what tour you're in. If you, if you're a hacker, it's all about risk reward. And, uh, it just seems like it's more in play at St. Andrews with so many things that could happen. So many random things that could happen. And, uh, and you just try and limit your your potential for disaster. Yeah. Think, think of the two par fives on the back nine at Augusta. Okay. Right. Uh, number, number 12 or 10, 11, 12, no, 13, sorry, 13 and 15. They're shorty par fives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can, you can hit a good tee shot, Steve, and maybe, maybe the wind's into your face a little bit this time. And maybe you're going, well, I'm going to try and hit the green in two. And if I don't, it's just going to go into that front ditch on 13, or it's going to go into the water. Right. on uh on on 15 or or if i drill it it's going to go over the back so the the penalty's not that big steve right because they can get up and down for par still right two right. in the water one ounce of stroke so they're lying three and they can get up and down for five if you if you have that same strategy at saint andrews right you're dead you're dead it's like yeah yeah but if you don't hit the green here you're going to go on what they call hell bunker okay right. which is 55 feet down okay literally it's, it's some sort of great not I forget, but it's some sort of crazy drop, or you're going to end up in one of these bunkers where where you 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 can't get out, you can't advance the ball, man. You know, it's like so it's a totally different deal when you're looking at should I try and rip this on or step on one here? It's like, no, no, yeah, you're not. So yeah. that's what Cam Smith has done. He's basically just decided I'm going to avoid the landmines and do the smart thing and uh, let others fall into the disastrous situations. Sure, they might grab an eagle here and there. But it'll eventually come up and bite them if they try and gamble out there and, and not do the smart thing. So that's all Cam Smith has done. And uh, if he keeps that up with all these lag putts that he's leaving for himself, uh, I expect he's going to have a great weekend for sure. As far as Canada goes, Corey Connors is well off the pace, but he's the only Canadian that gets through to the weekend. Mac Hughes, not very good. Struggled down the stretch on route to a 75 and uh, played the four hole. Yeah. yeah, he's out. And then you've got with uh, Corey Connors. He is uh, well off the lead, though. He's got his second consecutive 71 today. And, uh, yeah, so he's 
probably not in the mix, but he's on to the weekend, but that's your top Canadian. And we shall take a time out here on the program. When we come back, a little hockey talk and wrapping things up as well after these words. If you're thinking about a nice used vehicle for the summer, and maybe you're a little uncertain about it, you want to make a smart choice. Jim K. Ford, my God, I love the guys at Jim K. Ford. They are fantastic. They've been so supportive of Jimmy and me. Uh, They remove all of your worries. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. How about a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, history report of the vehicle, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And speaking of guys who've been supportive of us, here's Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Do you find shopping around for insurance a time-consuming hassle? I'm Josh from All Insurance Ontario. Send me a text and let me take it from there. You'll be surprised at how easy it can be. 613-860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And if you need help navigating this crazy Ottawa housing market, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. For buyers, Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn Walton today. GlennWalton.com. Got a nice email here, James. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking yesterday about that, that tough situation that's happening with Hockey Canada and that they've opened the investigation, they've reopened the investigation into the story of, um, of a woman who has basically, uh, I guess there was, so Hockey Canada, after accusations of a sexual assault against eight members of the CHL, some of whom, I guess, were part of the 2018 World Junior Hockey Championship team, Hockey Canada decided to settle out of court with this woman who made this accusation. Didn't get to court or anything like that. And we had a long conversation with it in our last episode, and certainly hockey fans um, it's, it's been a story that's been out there a while. TSN's Rick Westhead has done a really good job with it, obviously. And mm-hmm. hockey fans are, I think, I mean, I mean, so many hockey guys that were involved in this golf tournament I was with today, and that's what a lot of people wanted to talk about, like what's going on there. Anyway, one of mm-hmm. our listeners, Vance Alexander, sent us a nice email. Steve, Jim, just wanted to send you guys a, a quick thank you after listening to your discussion around the ongoing Hockey Canada saga. I think you guys did an incredible job balancing the seriousness of the allegations with little perspective about the people potentially involved. Far too often, there is a rush to judge people for their actions. As you referenced, these are young men still developing and learning about life. You did a great job of still admonishing the act, which is still just alleged at this point, while trying to understand or explain how it may have happened. I couldn't agree more that elite hockey players are given a ton of breaks. I remember the AAA kids in school missing classes because they had games or tournaments to go to. It was never an issue. But if my parents pulled me out a day early to go on a family camping trip, well, that would be frowned upon by the teacher or the school. It's a simple fact of life that people who have an elite skill get treated differently. It's evident in other avenues of life as well, not just limited to hockey or sports. I think you guys definitely pointed that out. Kudos to you and Jim. It's not an easy topic to discuss, as many will simply shut down and accuse you guys of being complicit if you even try and understand why it happened. Anyways, great show as always. Keep up the great work. That's from Vance Alexander. Thank you very much, Vance. What'd you think? No, Vance is a drinker, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> well, well, thanks a lot, Vance. Yeah, yeah very thanks. nice thought. Uh, I, I, I don't... Um, it's always a little difficult, you know, or really difficult to... Uh, when, when you're trying to present a show, there's no doubt about it, to... 
to deal with what's in the news, you know? Yeah. And uh, you and I have looked at this thing many, many times and, and we're prepared at certain times. We're not prepared to talk about it. So, uh, but, but after a while, I, um, you know, I, I, in, in the, in the spirit of, you know, and not entertainment, but in the spirit of, of, of broadcasting something worth listening to, uh, you, you have to talk about it. So yeah, I'm glad we, I'm thanks a lot, Vance, for the kind words. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I think about while we do the show, I mean, you and I aren't getting rich off it or anything like that. I think, uh, you know, again, we appreciate Jim K. Ford and we appreciate All Insurance Ontario and Glenn Walton. Um, I mean, the reality is, you know, it's, it's it's a passion we have. We're good friends. We like talking. <laughs> we like talking and mostly having fun. And right. that's what the sh- that's where the show comes down to. It's basically a, an extension of T. Gore from back in the day at TSN 1200. And, and that's why we like doing the show. And so that's the biggest reason we do it. And an appreciation to our Patreon members as well. But uh so when we sit down in front of the mic, we want to have fun. And so those types of things are easy enough to, to sort of side, sort of, sort of sidestep. But uh, yeah, at some stage, it becomes a big enough story where you say, well, we need to address this, even though it's not the funnest topic, it's something that needs to be addressed. And uh, yeah, so it's going, I guess the latest on that story, by the way, Jimmy, is that the woman who made the accusations is now, we, we learned yesterday, Hockey Canada is reopening the investigation just to reset that. Now that the woman has heard this, I guess the lawyer stepped forward, her lawyer, and said the woman is going to cooperate with this new investigation, which I find interesting. What do you think of that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, if she didn't, I, I, I'd have a lot more to say about it. I guess wondering about it. So, I, I, I guess I don't have much, Steve, to say about right. it. You know, to to see what happens. Um, uh, is that good, bad, otherwise? Um, I, I can't imagine what this girl's going through, right? I, I, yeah. I just, I, I just the, the mental freaking gymnastics that must be going on. Uh, I mean, you hear it all the time, right, of, of saying, okay, e- easy enough to say you got to press charges and, and move ahead yeah. uh, when you're not the, the victimizer who's saying, i got to rehash this whole thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So it, it tells me she's... Uh, um, you know, serious about it for sure, for sure. You know, that, it tells me easy. that the, it tells me that we're going to get to the bottom of this once and for yeah. all because she's now willing to p- cooperate, and it's a different deal than a trial, right? Where it's very public. I assume this is mm-hmm. going to be potentially her and maybe you know a few people, not very many, just right. f- trying to get her take on things. We're going to hear they're going to hear from her. The players, it's mandatory. Every player that was involved in that 2018 team, they have to. It's mandatory or they're basically banned from Hockey Canada. It's mandatory. You've got to take part right. in it. And everybody mm-hmm. understands how serious it is right now and will want to exonerate themselves. So I get long and short of it is, is that I think that now we're going to for sure know exactly what happened. And whether we get this, whether this is all released publicly, I assume it will be. I don't know, but... Uh, it feels like we're going to get to the bottom of it. And I guess at the end of the day, that's that's the appropriate thing. That's what yeah, needs and, to happen. And, Transparency is important here. It may be mandatory, Steve. It may not if some of these kids get into get get lawyers. You know, who knows, right? And some lawyer right. steps up and goes, you can't do this. No, 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 no. He's And and it's going to be ugly, you know, for it, it looks like. It, it looks yeah. like so. Yeah, yuck. I mean, it'll, it, uh, it, it, you know. if, someone, if someone is named and then they want to fight it, either because they're absolutely innocent 
or they're guilty and they still want to fight it because they they want to try and save their own ass. Right um, now, you have to. Now it'll probably end up because this isn't a legal thing. Now it ha- now would have to go to that next thing. It would end up in court uh, for them to you know defend themselves. And so uh, even after this investigation is over, we may get to the bottom of things. Hockey Canada mm-hmm. might be comfortable with things, but uh, those who then get uh, the finger pointed at them, they're going to want their day in court now. Uh, to to basically have their say on things, so it's it, it's it's a, it's a story that's way way long away from yeah. being settled. I think, and the least of the worries, both for Hockey Canada and and these kids, is this this you know the, this sort of platitude of uh, you know you're you're we are going to suspend you, yeah. So, so what? Well, how how long how long can a kid be suspended till he's not a junior player anymore? Right. right. Till, right. till he, you know, he quits hockey or, or, or whatever, you know. So, um, I don't know if platitude is the right word, but it, you know, just this sort of, well, none of them this, are, none, none of them are just in this, you know. So, yeah. None of them are junior it, players anymore, right? It happened four years ago, right now. So, right. Either they're, everybody's playing somewhere, I think, because those are the best of the best. Right. Uh, I shouldn't say that. There's some CHL players. Maybe some of them aren't playing, but. Certainly, the guys who played at the World Juniors are all playing somewhere in pro hockey. So, right. So, who gets to who? Who can lay the law down with you know with with them being suspended from playing hockey? Nobody, I don't think. Right? Yeah. You know, I guess guess the only thing, like I said in the last episode, I think the only thing they could do it'd be the Evander Kane thing, like the Sharks did to Kane. They were not happy with Kane and the way he was behaving. So, uh, I think on a morals clause basis, they were able to basically veto his contract and. Right. Certainly, if there is, right. if that exists in NHL contracts, some sort of ability to do that based on the violation of some morals clause, I, mean, yeah. I assume that that's in place. I mean, this would be a a textbook example of that. I think we can agree on that. There's a bunch anyway. of lives that are going to change out of this thing, and not, yeah. and not necessarily for anything other than the worst. Yes, shit that's going to happen. You know? uh, closing it out today, Josh Norris has signed with the Sens. I don't know if Josh Norris around the NHL is a household name yet. Mm-hmm. He's certainly a household name in Ottawa among Sens fans. He had a in terrific year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in a lot of Ottawa houses. Had the guy played a full year, he got dinged up. But had he played a full year, he was on pace for a, I think he's somewhere in the low 40s as far as goals scored. So mm-hmm. terrific young player. Some people are kind of going, even people in Ottawa are going, wow, that's, that's big. Eight years, $63 million. That's a lot of dough. But I think Sens fans are on a roll right now. Pierre Dorian is making it rain, and it's it's amazing. The the offseason that the Sens are having is unbelievable right now. What do you think of this theory? Because you know all about the Eugene Melnick story. He has passed away. He's left the team to his two daughters. There's a three-man board running this team right now. And there are no shortage of people who think that Eugene Melnick's daughters might sell this this franchise, it could go for as much right. as eight eight hundred million dollars. You've got a, a daughter in her twenties, and if she were handled, you know, uh, an NHL hockey franchise or the ability to have eight hundred million dollars, you know, what would she choose? And I think a lot of young women would choose that, or young men would choose that eight hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. long story short, the Sens have had what I would classify as an unbelievable summer off season wise, like unprecedented. 
They're out there signing the top free agents like Claude Giroux. They're out there making mm-hmm. trades for really expensive superstars like Alex Dabrinkit. They're re-signing their own guys like Josh Norris, eight years, $63 million. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that this is just a bunch of home staging? That this is just a feathering of the nest? Basically, you were a real estate agent back in the day. Could this be a case of, given this is so out of character for this team, that they're just kind of sprucing things up? to get the team in the best position possible for a sale here in the next I, little while? You know, it, it, it's funny you say that, Stevie, because I, th- I, I think quite the opposite. I, I think okay. finally, I do. I think finally what's happening is that they may be selling the team, to Steve, they may not. I, I don't know, but <clears throat> I don't think that's the reason this is happening. I think they've got Dorian's ear or something, whether, you know, um, th- that that people are sick of losing, you know, like fans are, of course. And, no but, doubt. But, understand that what you the pain you feel as a fan is about a you know about an iota of what the general manager feels okay right seriously it, 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 you cannot compare what you feel as a as a fan to to the shit that these guys go through right and look at toronto steve they they they, they put this team together fine i always used to say toronto you got you know prior to the salary cap too but it, but even so you're like go 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 sign big guys that you can that you can afford that'll stay under the cap mm-hmm. and go do it you know the oilers for example steve they had a great run this year and and look what you know they they thought they'd lose kane no they re-signed that guy you can't just have dry and connor do this you just can't have two guys steve do it they got a couple of goalies they, they you know they got some i think uh kulak i think they got from montreal they got rid of cassie and some other guys they're making a bunch of changes right uh, to to keep pace as opposed to, you know, well, no, we're okay. You know, we 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 almost made it to the final, you know, so we'll be okay. F, you know, f that, right? And I think Ottawa's maybe doing that same thing, Stevie, right? If we're gonna if we're, if we're gonna win, well, then let's do something, yeah. <laughs> okay? Yeah. You know, I I don't know if I'm up my ass about that, Steve, or not. Uh, but that's what I think. You know, that if you're gonna do so now, Steve. The, the other thing is it's so freaking hard, man, to, to compete in the NHL, you know, to, to go out and get pieces that fit and, yeah. and, you know, and find a good strong, you know, third line defenseman and all this, you know, and a good goalie. Uh, it's so difficult to do it, right? The, the NHL is just, you know, to, to slot a team together in a 30-team league to, to try and compete with all the other teams. Fuck, it's brutal, you know. Yeah. NFL, not so tough, Steve. NFL yep. not so tough. Baseball not so tough, right? They 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 seem to be the same front runners, you know, most times in in baseball. We've got tons of teams, you know. It yep. just but hockey, man, holy freak, it's so hard. Yep. I think. What do you think? Yeah, it is hard for sure. And I and I put out that take just because it reminds me of what you would do. Like if I was if I was selling the team, this is exactly the kind of thing I would do. And it's just it's just I'm just trying to, I'm kind of grasping at straws in that it's so uncommon and out of character for this franchise. But in fairness, just going back on my own take, and I I guess it gets, because Eugene Melnick's done and said some things that have rubbed people the wrong way in this town. Mm -hmm. He did, however, say, again, going back on my own take, going back to 2019, he had a big thing where he had a bunch of corporate sponsors and partners, one of those, you know, schmoozy deals where he's trying Mm -hmm. to explain to his partners exactly what the future is for the Sens. And this was his quote, 2019. The Senators will be all in again for a five-year run of unparalleled success where the team will plan to spend close to the NHL salary cap every year 
from 2021 to 2025. He reiterated the Senator's current rebuild as a blueprint on how to bring the Stanley Cup home to its rightful place in Ottawa. So while it does look to me, it reminds me of something that someone would do if they were selling, I should also be cognizant of this is also exactly what Melnick said was going to happen. He's gone now, but he did say in 2019 that he was going to spend the salary cap every year. So this may well be exactly part of Eugene Melnick's plan. What we're seeing right now this summer, it's just so uncommon that it still makes me go, what's going on here? What's so, happening? What's the source of all this? So so did he spend to the cap? Well, he's getting there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, with, so, with, with, with all the guys they've signed up uh, and yeah. so many more to sign this summer and next summer, this is going to be a cap team within a year and a half. Yeah. Okay, so what makes more sense, Steve, if you're going to sell the team is the timing is they should have backed it up right before before trade deadlines, free agency and all that other shit. Yeah. Right. That I, I would then say, OK, look, get in now. Uh, you know, the, the price tag on the team, Steve, probably isn't going to change that much if you sell in February compared to selling in October. Uh, but but I might have, you know, someone who's hot to trot to buy that team said, OK, get grab it now and you can make all these changes. Right. You know, but, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's such a big ticket item, right? You're talking, yeah. Just under I honestly, a billion I, dollars. So. Yeah. I honestly, for so. the record, I, I don't know if the team is being going to be sold or not, but I will, I will stand by this, that this, this is exactly what I would do if I was selling because everybody in this town right now is talking Ottawa senators and it's July and right. everybody is buying season tickets in this town and it's July. And so, I mean, what a better situation. Yeah. So so you got a good team that I think could make the playoffs for the coming season. I think that's a a reasonable goal now. It's an exciting team. Like I I don't know I, I don't know if the Sens forward core has ever been more exciting than it is right now. People are going to fill that building next year. These are the things you want to do and be able to report to a potential buyer if uh if you are in fact thinking of selling the team. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I believe that, that's a, <laughs> that certainly crossed my mind. We should call it quits. We've got a weekend to get to, my friend, and we're back on Monday. Of course, our website is stevewproject.com. We invite you to check that out. We'd love it if you take out a Patreon membership to support the program and uh, other cool things there as well. So stevewproject.com. Enjoy the British Open this weekend, James, and uh, enjoy your weekend. I get to stay up all night now, Stevie, to watch it. Nice. See, I had, I had work to do now. I'm, bu- I'm busy, Steve. I'm busy. I'm up in the morning. I know you are. I know you are. we I'm got stuff to do right after we turn these mornings. mics up. <laughs> who gets up in the morning? Talk to you later. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.